Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Making Moves podcast with me, Kyle Anderson. Uh, I got Coach Chad over here. What's going on, Coach Chad? What's going on, Kyle? I am great. How you doing? No, doing well. It's uh, Making Moves Monday. We're doing it. Yes, we, we are. And we got our guest today, uh, Mike Cook. Pro boxer Mike Cook. How's Mike it going? Cook boxing. Mike, Mike Cook boxing. boxing. Is that, yes, it's on Instagram, is that as yes, well? Yes, right? on oh. everything, is that? Mike Cook boxing. Every, everything. Awesome. Welcome, man. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. You know, we're starting out. We're trying to. We're trying to get to know a lot of the people that are on the come up. And uh, mm-hmm. I followed you on Instagram. I really like it. I really appreciate like the it. you on. Yeah, you on the rise now. Uh, what's your record right now? Sixteen and zero. Heck yeah. Sixteen and zero with eight knockouts. All right. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. Fifty percent chance you're going to sleep. There we go. Fifty <laughs> percent. Um, where you, you from Memphis? Memphis, Tennessee. On the come All my up. life. There we go. And uh, how old are you? I am 32. What? 33. 33. 33? Keep forgetting. Keep forgetting. Yeah, so, hey, time don't matter anymore. Box. <laughs> what, um, and when did you start? When did you start boxing? Started when I was eight years old. Started when I was eight years old. How'd you get into it? Um, it was a last resort for my mom. I was a, uh, I don't want to say a trouble kid, but I gave my, my, my folks a real, real hard time, um, they tried, you know, tried everything. I would didn't listen. Um, I always tell everybody, for me, um, going to school in the 90s and in the early 2000s, um, me being a mixed kid, just different, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I just was rebellious. It, you know, I was just rebellious going to school. You know, I was rebellious to my mom. Just went, would go to school, disrespect the teachers, disrespect the students, and just. Uh, did you get in a lot of physical fights? Or yes. It, yes, yeah. I did. And, and, and you know. I'm slowly learning to be proud of it, crazy enough, because I know I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without that. And uh, that's and what that, I'm kind of interested in is taking somebody with that that has uh, you know a lot of behavior and a lot of physical things, and, yeah, and some of them are problems, and then you c- can integrate. I'm it to starting to slowly learn it. It's, it's, that's that's all about part of your testimony at the end of the day. You can't help somebody else if you don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, can't have a I testimony was, without a test. Right. Exactly. And I uh, man, I was just bad, and my mom took me. Took me to the boxing gym to, you know, she 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 uh, met a police officer at her job, and he would box and stay in shape at the men's police gym. And uh, they took me down there, like, on a Thursday, and I walked in. And it's funny. I always tell everybody this story. My coach, my coach, my yet flowers, he was a fighter still at the time, and he's a great coach now. And uh, I saw him hitting the bag, and I looked at my mom, and I was like, nah, take me home. <laughs> and uh, she didn't. She kicked me in. And uh, closed the door and left. And uh, she, I guess she gave him the rundown of what I was doing. And the the police officer was there that she she knew. And they put me in a ring with this fighter who was, uh, I think he was 13, 14. And I, I tried. And I tell everybody, the first time you box, that three minutes is an eternity. And he probably hit me like twice with a jab. When if you know boxing, the jab is like, it's not the lightest punch. It's not a light punch, depending. Like, my jab's not light. But... Um, he peppered my nose a couple times, had the tears running down my face. It felt like I was in there for an hour, and uh, I felt like I was in a war. Felt like if you've seen any Rocky movie, that's what it felt like, and uh, the whole movie, the sad parts, the crying parts, the screaming Asian part. That's what it felt like. It felt <laughs> like I got beat to death, and uh, somehow, some way, man, I went home, and boxing was just on my mind, and I came across Muhammad Ali on like an old Sports Century thing on ESPN Classic, and I was like, man, I don't want to be a boxer. I want to be Muhammad Ali. You know, and the boxing just came with it. And I asked Monday, I got out of school, I said, what time are we going to the gym? My mom looked at me like I was stupid. Like, she's like, you have a real problem. I'm trying to break this. And uh, the rest was history, man. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I got my butt kicked for a long time. And one day I walked in the gym and, and I was doing the butt kicking. So 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It worked out. Uh, when, when did you, um, when was your first show? Uh, like, when was your first uh, time amateur in the fight? Ring? My, yeah, no, amateur well, my fight. My first amateur yeah. fight, I think my first amateur fight, I was 12. They wouldn't really let, really let us uh, fight, spar, and all that stuff. For like the first year, man, all I remember is hitting the bag, hitting the speed bag. If you ever see me hit the speed bag, it's a treat because I, I can, I sound like Nick Cannon and Drumline on the uh-huh. speed bag. <laughs> and, uh, that's all I was allowed to do in the gym. Hit the bag, do that. We go run and jump rope, and then eventually they kind of let us graduate to sparring, like control sparring. Learn to use your jab. Learn how to get out of the way of jab. Uh, just teach you the the ins and outs of it. And then I had my first fight in uh, Ripley, Tennessee. At age twelve. At age twelve. Okay. And uh, kid was, you know, in amateur boxing. You might show up and say, "They're going, hey, you going to fight at one thirty-five," and then the other kid shows up and he, he's one fifty. And they say, what you going to do? <laughs> and uh, I was, I've always been the one like, well, let's see what happens. And uh, I ran off an amateur record of 23-3 and three and fought some big tournaments and fought some good fighters. And, and, you know, the thing about the South, we don't really have, like, the big amateur scene in boxing like they do mm-hmm. up north or in California or even in Florida. But it's uh, a great experience, man. It's a great teacher. All that. All that thing with boxing, you know, at a young age, you know, people think you're teaching the kid how to fight, but you're not. You're teaching the kid to have control and to have an understanding of what you can do. You know what I mean? Through really not even the physical part, it's the mental part. You know, you mm-hmm. really can curve and stuff. So my mom took me there, and, and, you know, the officer was right. It took me there to kind of get out of the wanting to fight and hurt people all the time. And it actually, it really did in the long run. Like, mm-hmm. now I like laughing. Like, if somebody walked into me the street to fight me, if I'm not in danger, nobody remember danger. Like I don't care what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like man, I get paid to fight. I don't yeah. care about fighting you for free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh? Um. And what? What? Wait. What promotion are you with right now? Uh, yeah, I'm so. with One One Six Promotions, based out of Alabama. The great Brandy McCain. Okay. Okay. The great Brandy McCain. Alabama. She, Alabama. Alabama. It's it's crazy. That came from from the pandemic. You know what I mean? Alabama's yeah. one of the first states that you could actually still fight in. And I saw that on your yeah. Insta. I saw um yep. that's when you signed yep, during the pandemic. I yep. said somebody had a good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a blessing because everything stopped and um You take advantage of that opportunity. And, and, yeah. And you make and, something out of it. Right. And and it's amazing. It's amazing because I didn't stop. I actually lost three years of my boxing career. I broke my hand back to back and I thought I was done. It's it's crazy. You know, when you say God makes everything happen for a reason. I broke my hand, and that's how I got into training people, mm-hmm. right, and teaching people gym because I thought my boxing career was over. And I was okay with it. I was content. I won't say okay. I was content because I said I'm going to teach it to other people. And then one day I looked up, and uh, I was healthy, and I was fighting again. But my life was engulfed in the gym because that's what I did as a job now. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, wasn't no, like, you know, it's hard to be a fighter and go 9 to 5 and then go be a fighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard to be part-time. And uh, my life is revolved around the gym. I'm here all day with, you know, yeah. Black Belt I came Chad. in. You was, I came in. You're the only yeah. one here that I, yeah. until I heard you. Yeah. yeah. Always it, working. Always yes, working. Sir. And, and, and see, that's, that's you know, that's that's where that term came from because I started fighting again. I was training people. And it's like, uh, you know, we're talking about testimony. When I look back, God really put me in a position to achieve my goals because I wouldn't be training people. I never even thought about training people boxing-wise until – until that all that took place. And it just, you know, God lines things up and you don't see. That's why I never question none of it, the way it plays out. It might not play out the way I want it to, mm-hmm. but it always plays out in my favor. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I make sure my faith is strong. And that's where that always working came from because I was at one point in time just everything was 24-7. I was working, but I was chasing my goals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now, like, that always working for me. You know, I tell Chad all the time, my favorite scripture is James 2.23. You know, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God, you know, you got to have faith, but you got to put the work in too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Execute you know, you can't, that, yeah. yeah, you can't just say, I want this. Mm-hmm. It's not how it works. You know what I mean? So I really... That's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between dream and faith, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I I put the work in behind it, and that's where the always working thing comes in. It's crazy because all my gym family, my fight family, everybody's adopted that. You know, they were, I see them do something, it'd be something crazy. Like, I just bought a new washer and dryer and installed it. Always working. And I'm uh-huh. like, look at that. You know what I mean? And I just cut my grass. Always working. And for me, it was just, you know, I trained today. You know, I picked my daughter up from school. I ran. I did some things I needed to get done. Then I trained, and then I went and put my daughter to sleep. And always working. That's what it was for me. That's the thing with you know my. I, mean? I know yeah. exactly what you mean because that's. I was. Uh, he liked the. He liked making moves. Coach Chad liked making moves because it sounded to him like like a MMA like um, execution thing. It's like mm-hmm. all right, well, I'm gonna go make some moves, and it's talking about like learning new moves and stuff like that. Yeah. And mine, it was more of a metaphor of like of like being productive. Going out, not like being stagnant, being in the arena, you know what I'm saying, doing all mm-hmm. that. And so I was like, we're making moves, and it's the same kind of thing. It was yeah, like a hashtag for like for for just keep going. You and know? that and that means something. It really does mm-hmm. mean something because sometimes you know you gotta have something to push you over the edge. You gotta have something that reminds you. Because for me, it's just not a phrase. It reminds me of where I was at at one point in time and yeah. where God's brought me. And so that means something to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it means even more when I see people adopted to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's big for me. You uh you still get back right now? Do you, do you uh, help with the kids? Is that what I heard with the um with the uh with training? Oh man, you know what's so crazy? Um, that's we talked about the testimony part of it. I I know what type of kid I was, uh-huh. and so now I don't see that kid and be like, oh my god, this kid has no help. You can't do nothing for this kid. He's just a bad kid. I say, I know what he's going through. Mm-hmm. I know what he thinks. Mm-hmm. I know what he wants. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I can talk to that kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm better than anybody by any means, but I'm saying that's the gift I've got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when I was a kid, I wanted to be Muhammad Ali. What attracted me to Muhammad Ali was he's a man of the people. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know, no knock on everybody's favorite fighters and stuff like that today, but I ain't with the throwing money in there. I don't care about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care about no Rolls Royce. I don't care if, if how much my watch costs. You yeah. know what I mean? Me personally, I'm wearing a t-shirt and joggers. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But I love that he was a man of the people. He did so much for the people. Every you, It was hard to hate Muhammad Ali, right? Yeah. That's that's. And, and if you did, you love to hate him. He yeah, was he like, exactly. he, he he's like, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, he is. Yeah, he, he's your favorite? Is he your favorite? All, all time. All time. All I got all his time. biography I want to read. I want to start, I, you know, I'm a big reader. And I like biographies. And I was like, I think Muhammad Ali would be, the like, that is the boxer. Like, that is the, that's the character of the boxer. You I'm going to tell you what's like, crazy. That's it. I, I don't want to sound like a fighter here, but I'm going to. Um, I don't like to read a lot. But I've read every Muhammad Ali biography they come out with. Really? There's ones called Facing Ali. There's a guy named Thomas Hauser. He's wrote like four of them, different stages of his career. They're all amazing. Uh-huh. They're all amazing. And I and I and I say I bring up Muhammad Ali because that's what brought me to boxing. But that's also that's kind of painted the picture for me. So when I see a young kid that's, you know, struggling to behave, you know, struggling with his mom, struggling to ha- to find a passion or something, because I think that's big for kids to find passion or something. I I think about myself. You know, I think about what I've been through as a kid. 
and and where I just honestly needed guidance. And so I try to lend what I've been through, lend through the knowledge. Even when a kid kind of talks crazy to me, I'm okay with it in a way, if that makes sense, because I know what he's going through. And I think that's really what our city needs. You know what I mean? Everybody's always talking about how the crime's going up, how all this is. I think kids just need something to do. You know what I mean? They just need something to do. They need somebody to tell them, hey, it's okay you acting out. Let's yeah. Just, let's be like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had a moment. Let's be like this. You yeah. know what I mean? They need that bad. Yeah. They need something they can relate to. Mm-hmm. You well, there's I mean? a lot, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot more relation. I mean, you're talking about that with, you know, kids and bad behavior. I did martial arts when I was, when I was, um, when I was younger, I did Taekwondo and I didn't, um, and it helped me a lot. It helped me. I, I wasn't necessarily a troublemaker, but it helped me go forward and like learn how to try to right. keep trying at something and watch the, you know, watch the belt structure and right. watch the discipline and get the weight goals. loss. And get, goals get goals and you get discipline, you get routines. We talked about that. But a couple of weeks ago, you know, mm-hmm. and with the kids, uh, with the youth programs, and it's real big. It's like a, a, a life skills and self-development program. And it is with the adults as well, whether it's boxing or any form of martial arts and keeping them active and lead them in the right directions. But there's character building aspects that have to happen and they got to stay in place and they got to understand discipline and respect, mm-hmm. goal setting, mm-hmm. good grades self-control, mm-hmm. perseverance, and all that's uh, very important with the program and uh, or any of these programs that we have. Um, we talked, we highlighted that. I mean, did you get that when you were a little bit of that? Mm-hmm. Um, and Taekwondo, I was never the fighter because I took Taekwondo at nine or something. And so by the time that I was, you know, I was playing football and doing all this stuff, I was trained to not react aggressively because I had disciplined myself and right. knew exactly. how to do it. You know, yeah, so exactly. I know what you mean. It's not a reaction. You can't get that anger out of me because I already channel it in a way that I already know how. Mm-hmm. And so all you're going to get is a laugh or something. You know and, what I'm saying? And you, know, you know, for me, for boxing, why I think boxing is so amazing is you have all these team sports in the world, right? Mm-hmm. All these team sports. Boxing, you're going to learn something about yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't do that in all other sports, but boxing, you're going to learn something about yourself. Yeah. There was many times that I would go to that gym, and I hated it. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Because I'll tell you something about me right now. I hate working out. If I could just fight and spar, <laughs> Chad will tell you, I spar forever. I'll never get out of the ring. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, who's next? I, I love to do that. Like, all right, Mike, we finna hit the bag. I'm like, eh, eh, it's not really me. But boxing gives you a gut check. You but know what you mean? do it. I see oh, you do I, it all I do the time. It. I do yeah. it. Don't give me. Yeah. Don't nobody hear this and think that ain't working. I'm working. Always I, yeah, working. I'm working. Don't worry about that. But it's it's the mental check for yourself. Yeah. I I you know you talked about you know reaching uh, different belts and I can remember being a kid and I'd wake up for school, go run. I go to school, I come back, I go to gym soon, school's over. I, at the point in time, I was playing basketball and boxing, so I had to juggle both of those. And I'm doing all that because I want a trophy. Mm-hmm. I want a boxing trophy. Mm-hmm. But it was a goal for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about, man, like I wasn't thinking about, I hate, like we're in Memphis, so I can say this. You know, I wasn't thinking about, man, I want to go do something in the streets or I'm worried about what somebody sees I got or, or you know, trying to be flashy or none of that. Stuff. I didn't care about none of that. I didn't care about no gangs or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it, that's what was important to me. That was my goals. I got a chance to be a child because of boxing. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people really don't get a chance to be a kid anymore. You know, you see guys 13, 14 and they think they're grown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're trying to do things they think at that time in life is the right thing to do as an adult. And it's not. And for me, boxing kind of kept me away from that. You know, yeah. I always tell people this, and it's always so funny. I don't smoke a drink. And it's funny how much people want to 
high five me like, man, that's so noble. I'm like, no, it's selfish because I want to I want to be a world champion. They don't got nothing to do with, you know, like, man, that's amazing. I'm like, man, it's not that amazing. Yeah. I'm selfish. I want I want that for myself. But mm-hmm. that's because of boxing, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's because of boxing. A lot of things is because of boxing. And, you know, having your your faith and your goals and everything in the line. You know, a lot of times we need something to guide us there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And for me, boxing is there. Like, I love to tell people I'm not the fastest and I'm pretty fast. I don't hit the hardest. I hit pretty hard. Mm-hmm. But for that gap I have between being the fastest, the hardest hitter, it's my work ethic and my faith. I let that take care of it. I'm going to do the part I can do, and that's going to take care of it. I have my faith in my work and everything else because God's giving me natural talents. But I'm just going to, you know, work on faith for the rest. Amen. You know what I mean? And I'm standing 16-0 and 0 as we speak. So mm-hmm. Let's go. You know, I like my blueprint. Let's <laughs> you go. You know what I mean? Um, do you know when your next fight is? May 22nd in, in, in two weeks as we speaking. Let's go. May 22nd, yeah. 14 days. in the work. Yes, Always sir. working. Where's yes, that one sir. at? This is in Gatson, Alabama. Gatson, Alabama. I awesome. love Alabama too, man. It's, it's you know, it's, it's like a, it's kind of like Memphis when you go. It's, it's really not that different. I, I was kind of like, eh. I'm not big. I'm not a big traveler. Like people are like, man, where you been? I'm like, I've been on this side of Memphis, I've uh-huh. been in East Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't travel like that. It's not my thing. But what's the um, name of that promote? That one one six. One one six. One one six promotion. And where, what are your uh, you, Mike Cook boxing on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Mike Cook everywhere. Boxing. Yep, Mike Cook boxing and train with MCB is our gym page. Yeah, the gym page. And train uh, with MCB. And that gym that that is just uh, my program really. The gym we're in is you know the great black belt chat. <laughs> we're in chill cuts. We're in and chill cuts, crazy. martial arts. That's where you're crazy. I ended up here through the pandemic. I ended up in this gym in the pandemic. And me, me and Chad have been kind of circling each other for a long time. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. it's a guy that his his beliefs and his goals and his push is something I've been lacking. I need it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I really mm-hmm. need it because a lot of things I've wanted to achieve as far as like my um, personal training and and just really giving back because that's what it is you know what i mean at the end of the day training people teaching people you know i've been boxing for a long time i've learned a lot but giving it back is what matters because if you really want to measure your greatness is how many people follow you right mm-hmm. so we agree your greatness don't matter what kind of trophies because if you just tell your trophies your belts you when you're gone it's gone but like how like we got chill cuts his his name's gonna live right mm-hmm. chad gonna be long gone chill cuts is, is not going anywhere that that lineage is going to stay, right? Mm-hmm. So same thing. That's You got to give back what you learn. You know, I hope 40 years from now, somebody like, oh, Mike taught me how to do this. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that means something. So he kind of helped me put all that I wanted to do kind of in a in a package, if that makes sense. Yeah. And faith-wise, we uh, – thank you. Yeah. Fa- like, faith-wise, like, he, I'm telling you something. I, I don't really get to tell nobody this, but I think it's amazing. I train Chad, right? I train Chad, and then Chad pays, prays over me. When we're done. Mm. And, like, I'm going to tell you something. You talking about floating for the next of the day, rest of the day? I'm floating for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing that he does that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where are you going to get that? You know what I'm saying? Seriously. For real. Chad, Chad's a different dude. Like, like I'll go to war for Chad. I really will. And that's the type of person you want next to you if you have to go to war. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's big. Thank you. I was just in a uh, two days ago with a, with a gentleman by uh, an evangelist that travels all over the world. With crossfire, he he grew up playing basketball, and that was his thing. And I'm not going to take anything away from our conversation here, but he uses he uses a basketball, <laughs> and he and he's and he knows Michael Jordan very well, and he wears Michael Jordan clothes, and he tells talks to everybody with a basketball. Related, and he, yeah. And he played college ball, but he got cut going to the NBA. 
But he uses a basketball, and God gets all the glory. Right. And we went to uh, prison Saturday just to tell him with a basketball about God. It was pretty cool. That, so. See, that's the that, to yep. me, that's the tool he was yep. blessed with, yep. right? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at boxing. Yep. It's my tool. You gotta yep. use your gift. Yeah. yeah. I asked Chad the other day. I said, I yep. said, uh, Chad laughed at me actually when I asked him. I said, Chad, can I start ending my class with prayer? He said, You can end it, begin it, you can stop the middle of it, do it. <laughs> stop laughing. He's like, Don't ask me no goofy yeah. question like that. Yeah. And like that's that, that's I'm comfortable in this space. I like that. Because Chad good. helps me. In that way, you know what I mean. Faith is Thank the you. faith is something that a lot, not a lot of people talk about, especially in especially in, in this kind of especially in something like a competitive uh, martial arts type of place. There's not really a lot of faith talked about, but and, and it's because of fear. It's and because you of fear. Put and your because faith of ego. over yeah. fear, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Faith you're over good. fear. You're good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I always think it's crazy. You know, like how how can you go out there and fight all your family and friends out there? They're screaming. Well, here's the thing. You go out there, right? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You lose, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got some bruises. You've been doing that. People look at you and all, you're embarrassed. How long does that last? I'm still doing something somebody else isn't doing, right? You got to put your faith over fear because fear going to hold you back every time. Every time. Yep. I like that. All right. Awesome. Um, so who is the guy that, that you do you know very much about that you're about to compete against next uh, week? I, I know a little bit about him. I know he... Um, You're the main event again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I don't know how to do it any other way at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I um, it's, it's, again, like, man, it's amazing to go through a pandemic and come out better. But, mm-hmm. again, that's that's my relationship with God, right? You know, I, a lot of people are going into the pandemic, and we're just being honest. They're not, a lot of people ain't coming out of it. A lot of people are going bad. But, you know, I'm I'm... I'm very strong in my faith, and I think, you know, a lot of us get to come out of it better, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. it's all kinds of fears out here. But um, I know he's a boxer puncher. I know I'm finally fighting an orthodox fighter, thank goodness, because I fought, like, four straight southpaws. Yeah. Like, now, yeah, now I'm like, man, it's a, I, I, what, what is the percentage yeah. of left-handed people in the world? Because that's a lie, because yeah. all of them box. And uh, <laughs> I know he's I know he's a, he's considered himself a boxer puncher. He likes to be aggressive, and, you know, I – I'll be his Huckleberry. I don't. I don't care. Bring it. I don't care. <laughs> is um, Roy Jones Jr. going to be there? I'm pretty you, sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, they say well, they, they he shows up at some of these events, mm-hmm. and you used to train with him, yeah, right? About ten, well, no, nine years ago. I, I, the legend I, Roy Jones. Yeah, I got to go down to his gym. I got to go down to the gym in Pittsburgh with him. I got to go to the gym in Pensacola. And tell you something, man. That is a man. You know, they say that phrase: "You forget more than the person ever learned." That's yeah. that's him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh. To watch him as a kid and to see him do it as an adult is amazing. That's, that is a, a man that has more knowledge in, than a person could imagine. Like, seriously. Like, going down there for a week, leaving, you come back and you're like, man, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm that much better. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. And that's I always hear about That's how I got better. I left Memphis and went and trained other places mm. and came back. Yep. And I didn't go brag and tell everybody, hey, I'm going to do this. Hey, I'm going to do that. I just went and did it. Came mm. back. You know what I mean? I didn't want brownie points or kudos or none of that stuff. I just went and came back. I did it a, a while, you know what I mean? Because um, I was hungry for it, and 
you know, I, I wasn't getting necessarily getting what I really wanted. You know, you get certain kind of, I, I hate to say it like this, but you get to a point where you know more than others. Yeah. So you got to go find the knowledge, right? You got to yeah. become a novice again. Right, How do you do that? Right, Move right, up a ladder. Right. Exactly. You, you got to be a novice again. Go, I want somebody to show me something I don't know. Yeah. That's the and, hero's uh, That's the hero's journey. It's like uh, that's like what you do to become better is you have to leave the comfort. Right. Go out to something that you don't know that you haven't explored yet. That's and my bring point. that Listen, back. Let me tell you this. this. This is something I don't understand. I see people learn knowledge all the time. This is just fight-wise, right? We could say MMA, jiu-jitsu, boxing, it, it, taekwondo, anything, right? People learn so much knowledge, and what do they do? They hold it. Mm-hmm. They don't go to the next person. But you, you're you so focused on trying to be the best fighter in your gym, how are you going to grow? So if I learn a technique, I need to show everybody a technique, right? So now I can learn how to fight that technique, and I can be better than it, right? Why hold your knowledge? Make everybody around you better because that only makes you better. Mm-hmm. Iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves to say iron sharpens iron, right? Yep. But what they don't like to face the iron. You know what I mean? See, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I tell everybody, if I have a bad day in the gym, guess what? I got tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's all about everybody. Should, you're, if you have a, a so-called team, everyone should grow. Yeah. Don't hold that knowledge. Yeah. If you die today, it's gone. And you just worked so hard for it. Push that. That's why I said, like, chuckers live forever, right? You know what I mean? Like, you should always push that knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, share that knowledge. What's the point of learning it? You ain't going to remember it. You're only great as the people you leave behind you. That's it. Uh, last question. MMA versus boxing. In the headlines in the news now, they're talking about how box people might be wanting to... You don't want my ass. Keep, I don't even know all the, the viewers, you don't want my ass. apparently viewers now are going, you know what? I want boxing. Like, boxing d- deserves the, the more attention and, like, all the news stories than MMA because MMA is getting all the, you know, is, 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 is getting the attraction right now. People are I, saying boxing's long-term. That's, like... Well, I, I'll tell you right this. At the end of the day, fighting is the oldest sport in the world, whether mm-hmm. it's boxing whether it is karate, whether it's MMA, whatever. I, I personally, of course, I love boxing, right? It's my last name, technically, right? <laughs> yes, yes. My thing my thing about it is I just have respect for anybody who goes in there. Like, that's I don't care if you lose. I don't care if it lasts 10 seconds. I can show you 95% of the world that will never do that, never yeah. experience it. So you have my respect. I I. Of course, I'm, I'm going to lean on the boxing side because I'm, I'm a fighter. I'm a boxer. I like my feet on the ground. But anybody gets in the cage, respect. Yeah. Man, seriously. I, yeah. I spar with MMA guys all the time. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, they're like, man, I ain't going to come here and get, let you beat me up. I'm like, I'm not going to beat you up. I hope you learn from it. Right? Yeah. And I work with MMA guys. I work with MMA guys all the time. I never say, I don't want to teach them. No. But I got respect for you because you do it. Mm-hmm. To get hit in the face is, is an interesting thing. But it really, again, it teaches you about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it really does. Everybody, you come away better. Everybody want to be a bodybuilder. Nobody want to lift them heavy-ass weights. <laughs> hey, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Mike Cook, you do a lot of private lessons as well. Yes. And um, now I've seen you spar with somebody a lot bigger than me and taller, and you too. Mm-hmm. He comes in there all, he comes in to the school all the time. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the Grizzly coaches. Yes, uh, Vitaly. 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 <laughs> yeah, I think Vitaly's 6'10", six, 6'9", six, 6'10". Wow. He's, he's a lot bigger than me. It's really hard to measure David somebody taller than me. Goliath going on. Yeah, I think he's 250, but i tell you something. That boy can fight, too, though. I, I'll tell you something. Everybody think, you think he's – I always tell him, I say, you should have been a fighter. You should have been a boxer. Man. Like, seriously. He – he uh he don't like to brag about himself, but I think it's amazing. He was drafted one spot before Kobe Bryant. Wow. I said, you ain't got to do nothing else in life. Wow. That's amazing, right? The, the That's a legend. You know what I mean? So I said, yeah. that's amazing. Played 10 years in the league, and now he's uh, he's uh, one of the coaches for the Grizz. Um, big part of their, their recent uh, road back to success. 
And uh, if you ever see him, don't don't let him hit you. And I can tell you that. Don't let him hit you. What's his name again? Vitaly Potapenko. Cool. Bad man. Yeah. Um, man, he's a he's a big big guy. I've seen fast. Yeah. He's fast. He hits hard. I, I, we spar. He he is a uh, he's fun. He's fun. And he, and he loves to learn. He loves to learn. It's it's funny. Um, you know, you get to be around like great athletes. He's a great athlete. You see why he made it to that level. Yeah. He lets me come and try to kill him. Does he not? I try to kill him. I, I, I like him to go home and go to sleep. That's what I want him to do. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. want him to go home and go to sleep. Uh-huh. And, uh, but he never, I, whatever I say, this is what we doing. He's like, okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. Tell him, y'all see him. Don't, don't swing. You better, <laughs> don't swing. <laughs> don't do that. All right, we're coming up on the end. We'll wrap it up. Um, I appreciate it. We're about to hit that 30 minutes. Uh, Mike Cook Boxing, where can people reach you at uh, to get in touch with you? Um, Mike Cook Boxing on everything. 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 And everything. If, and if somebody wants to train with you, uh, uh, under you, what's the, uh, at, what's the Instagram? Um, it's Train with MCB, or you can go to Chill Cuts MMA. Um, we are... Really? 2872 Wolf Creek. Right, and you can reach me through, through Chad. Um, it, anytime you can, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. I, I answer eventually. <laughs> I answer eventually. I got you. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, uh, coach Chad, Mike Cook, this is Kyle. Thanks y'all. Thank you.